Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Massachusetts bans a couple from adopting foster kids because they're conservative Christians. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I think this is just one example of what is continuing to happen as far as conservative Christians whose religious freedom is being violated. Here in this case, where they want to adopt children, but if they don't stand for same-sex marriage, and I use that term in quotes, then they're going to be prosecuted. They're going to be persecuted as a result. Yeah, and this case involves Mike and Kitty Burke. They filed suit against the Commonwealth of Massachusetts for banning them from welcoming vulnerable children into their home through the Commonwealth's foster care program. Even though Massachusetts has a foster care crisis, like many states, state officials refused to let the Burks foster any children in the state. And the reason given was that their religious beliefs about marriage, mm -hmm. sexuality, and gender just doesn't match up with the Commonwealth's ideology. You know, we saw this happen, and we've seen this happen over the various years from uh, against these foster care uh, agencies that stand for their religious beliefs and against LGBT beliefs. They have been persecuted as well. Yeah, Mike and Kitty Burke, they're Catholic, a couple from Massachusetts. They've long awaited and wanted to become parents. Mike is an Iraq War veteran. Kitty is a former paraprofessional for special needs kids. And together they run a business and perform music for mass. Uh, Mike and Kitty began exploring becoming foster parents through the state's foster care program. They hoped to care for and eventually adopt children in a need of a stable, loving home like they were wanting to provide. But after months of interviews and training and after years of heartbreak, uh, they said we were on the verge of finally becoming parents, Mike and uh, Kitty said. And they continued, quote, we were absolutely devastated to learn that Massachusetts would rather children sleep in the hallways of hospitals than let us welcome children in need into our home, close quote. It's putting the agenda, the LGBT agenda, over the needs of children. Yeah, the Department of Children and Families currently does not have enough foster homes or facilities to meet the needs of the children in its care, leaving over 1,500 children without a family. The crisis has been so extreme that the state has resorted to housing children in hospitals for weeks on end. Now more than ever, Massachusetts needs parents to be able to provide good, stable homes for these kids. You know, this was the same situation that went to the U.S. Supreme Court in Pennsylvania. Remember that? Right. Pennsylvania, remember uh, the letter that went out and it was going out to these foster care and adoption facilities, and they said that they have a desperate need for more foster care parents because they had a backlog of children, just like Massachusetts, in the foster care system. And they were urging some of these private entities to get more foster care parents to help the backlog. They had a lot of empty beds. I think the drug problem had a lot to do with that, parents that couldn't, couldn't raise right. their own children. So the children ended up in foster care. Yeah, some of the, uh, the drugs that were going around 
uh, the parents would get addicted quickly to uh, some of these drugs and the kids would be uh, pulled because the parents uh, were so addicted to the drugs. Uh, they were neglecting their kids and they would be then pushed into the foster care system. So they were becoming flooded right. with these kids. But these children needed a solid home. I mean, they've been tossed around anyway. A solid home of a married man, a married woman together in a loving home. They didn't need like two same-sex couples or anything like that. That's right. And so uh, Pennsylvania, the, the facilities in Pennsylvania and the state in Pennsylvania, they sent out the letter to these different uh, adoption, foster care agencies, we need help. Then mm -hmm. that was right on the heels of it followed another letter that said to those same religious-based organizations that you will now be required to place these kids in same-sex households. Mm. Well, a Catholic organization that had been there for many years said, no, we can't do it. It violates our religious beliefs. But a Protestant organization that had been there, and it's well known what that organization is, it succumbed to the pressure and said, okay, well, we'll just uh, follow that um, chicken. And it ran from the fight, but the Catholic didn't. And the Catholic uh, organization went to the U.S. Supreme Court and they won. That's right. They won that case. But it's all about the children. Bottom line, it's for protecting the children. You don't want people with sexual confusion, sexual perversion, taking care of these children that have already been dealing with trauma. Well, and the Pennsylvania case really illustrates why you shouldn't compromise. Right. And um, that other entity that was the well-known um, Christian foster care company organization, um, they need better leadership. Absolutely. But fortunately, they're now protected because of this other case that came out of the Supreme Court. This, you would think, would have sent a message to all the states around the country that they can't do what was happening in Philadelphia. There's already been a Supreme Court decision on that, but not Massachusetts. Massachusetts was mm -hmm. the first state in the union to adopt so-called same-sex marriage, and they did that by a state Supreme Court decision, not by the legislature. And that was when Governor Mitt Romney, remember that, was governor of Massachusetts. And mm -hmm. he, when the split decision came down from the Supreme Court of that state, uh, it was up to the legislature to act. But instead, what Romney did was he forced it on the people. Mm -hmm. uh, and he compromised on the issue. And so Massachusetts became the very first state in the union to have same-sex marriage. Vermont was the very first one to have civil unions. Massachusetts, the very first one to have so-called same-sex marriage. So after that happened in Massachusetts, we became aware that there was a, like an affirmative action program that was happening in Massachusetts to specifically encourage placing these kids into homes that are same-sex couples. Mm -hmm. And Massachusetts went the other way. And obviously now they're not only doing that affirmative action program as they did right after they crossed that Rubicon in 2004, but now they're excluding from the opportunities faith-based homes, Christian homes. So during their application process, the Burks underwent hours of training, extensive interviews, and they had an examination of their home. Mike and Kitty completed the training successfully and they received high remarks from the instructors. However, during their home interviews, the Burks were troubled that many questions centered on their Catholic views about sexual orientation and gender dysphoria. In response, the Burks emphasized that they would love and accept any child, no matter the child's future sexual orientation or struggles with gender identity. However, because Mike and Kitty 
said they would continue to hold their religious beliefs about gender and human sexuality. They were denied the ability to foster. The couple's home study said, quote, their faith is not supportive, close quote. You know, I'd love to see this couple win in court and, and perhaps set a precedent in overturning this ridiculous agenda in Massachusetts. Well, the DCF officials said that while they had many strengths, their answers about sexuality and gender barred them from being licensed. Mm. Wow. This denial was an unnecessary, as it was uh, unconstitutional. Massachusetts law protects religious freedom of foster parents, and Massachusetts is supposed to pull uh, and put the best uh, interest of children first. You know, this is unbelievable that the DCF flat-out admitted the reason why they're not going to license these um, as, you know, foster care parents. Their faith is not supportive. In other words, you're going to have to promote a lie to a kid that says that they are born in the wrong body. And you're going to have to lie to them, pretend like that's a that's reality. Right. And you're going to have to play the charade with them and give them a different pronoun and a different identity and give them puberty blockers and give them cross-sex hormones and lop off healthy body parts and give them a double mastectomy and harm them just like Chloe Cole was harmed and deceived. And if you, if you agree to all that and put all of your common sense and your religious beliefs aside, then you can be a foster care parent. But how can you live with yourself doing that? Well, you know, Satan is after our children, whether in the womb or outside. And here's an example. And I just pray this couple will continue to fight for their right to have a child, to be able to love and protect a child and raise it up in the admonition of the Lord. Well, unfortunately, there are kids right now that are waiting in hospitals because there's no place for them to stay and they have nobody to care for them. Imagine staying in a hospital with other people that are sick in the hospital, whereas they could be in, in this loving home with the Burks, but they can't be there because the state says, your faith just doesn't support this radical LGBTQ agenda, so sorry, no license. Well, I believe Massachusetts will lose that case. Pray for the Burks and so many others that are just like them all over the country. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org 